to come on here today to talk about how nice it's been for the city of Miami for the past couple of days to celebrate having another closer. <laughs> More importantly, the closer of the last 13 years and talk about how Wade shot over Ben Simmons was the most exciting <laughs> thing since Waiters last year. And then Miami gets fucking banged by LA last night. Things happen, oh. man. Can't have it all, man. Uh, I am in a very uh, confused state as of right now. Not sure where to pivot in regards to my happiness with the Heat this week. Big time game from IT. Shouts IT doing what he need to do. He probably dropped most of that on uh, on Dragic. Wouldn't be really? surprised. I wouldn't really? be surprised. A season high twenty nine off the bench for <laughs> Isaiah Thomas because how many minutes he play? Do you know? Because of fucking course. Let's see. Isaiah played a quality 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah, he went off on Drogic's ass, man. What did Drogic have? What did Drogic have? What did he finish with? Uh, Drogic had a very humble 19 points. <laughs> okay, okay. It's not terrible. Did not necessarily compare. But Shot 8 for 19. Two. It's not bad. 7 assists, 4 rebounds. Okay. Missed all, missed, missed all five of his threes, though. Can't have that. Yeah, usually he's a much better usually yeah, he's yeah. a much better shooter than that. Yeah, I give you that. You know, these are things that come with the territory. Uh, could not stop Isaiah Thomas. Could not stop a lot of people defensively. Julius Randle had a quality twenty-five. Brandon Ingram nineteen points. Uh, Heat fan Kyle Kuzma had a nice <laughs> amount of points as well. Just had to put that in there, huh? Uh, yeah, it's all. It's always something that I want to make sure that I. Enjoy with Kuzma. Uh, I really, I really don't feel too worried. I mean, usually, no, I wouldn't feel too worried. It's, it's fun for the jokes, you know. But I mean, you know, these are sometimes you lose games against teams like this. It happens. Still on a very nice high of of Tuesday. Just mainly been thinking about the value that was received with with Dwayne Wade. I really wish that, and I think a lot of people in general, as far as Heat fans, should wish for this type of Dwayne Wade all season, whether it's the Sixers game or uh, whether it's the Lakers game. Of course, you would rather the 25 points translate into a win, but I think you get a very good amount from Dwayne Wade in the area that he's in right now. Uh, If you can get yourself a a solid closer and he can continue to close games and and make things happen like like he did the other day, I mean, hey, you can't ask for nothing more, especially if he comes big during the playoffs. Yeah, we talk a lot about how important it is to have Wade back in this community. I was originally one of the more vocal in regards to 2016 and how it was handled with Wade and Pat Riley, but this feels a lot different than it did beforehand. Uh, And the role is a lot different compared to what he originally wanted, I'd say, in 2016. You have a spark off the bench uh, and whatever is needed. He needed to settle for that. I mean, I, I I understand he probably wants, you know, of course he wants to be out there and be the guy. If he could play all game, I'm sure he would want to. But I think I'm glad that he's decided, like, yo, I got to be this player to make this team better. Yeah, I'm very happy that Simple he can that. provide in scoring as well as facilitating in areas that it's needed. Most importantly, that production doesn't come off the expense of others, really. I mean, you still see Drogic being able to score and being able to be a good point in this position. Um, He had about 21 against Philadelphia, ended up with 19 last night. And I think that 
thankfully, whatever Wade tries to provide that won't come off the expense of others. Um, Richardson still plays a very large amount. Mm-hmm. I think the starters will still be very good in their positions. And he's just a good person to go to in those late game situations. Thankfully, Spolstra is going to completely trust him to do whatever he wants. But this is definitely the Dwayne Wade that I want to see. And hopefully, if it translates into something playoffs worthy, then uh, we'll see from there. Yeah, and shouts, shouts, bam for that fifteen ten. That's a that's a good game for him. Yeah, usually he comes up in areas where, um, regardless of the outcome of the game, of course, but you know. Yeah, where Hassan unfortunately doesn't. Bam, Bam has been, uh, <laughs> Bam been keeping his mouth shut all. And week. then uh, Whiteside, what what happened today? Uh, he only played nineteen minutes. Did he? Did he get hurt or something? Or did they pull him? Or uh, no, there was not. There wasn't uh, any injury. These things usually happen with Hassan Whiteside, where uh, just the inconsistency shows, the frustration shows, and mean he gets pulled by Spolstra in, in some areas. He doesn't even return to the game based on that inconsistency. Right, right, right. Yeah, because there's no excuse for that of a, of a guy of his stature. I mean, you know. Yeah, usually when, when, when he's able to, to leave, the speed turns up and people are able to expose a lot um, more than they could beforehand as far as from a pain perspective. Right. Uh, but Bam did his job, and, and, and that is usually what is expected from him in that uh, type of regard. The one thing with Bam that he's been doing all week is completely shutting up after all of this NCAA news, which is actually our point of focus today <laughs> yeah. on RSPN. Um, there's a lot to talk about. Originally, there wasn't really much to talk about because I think people wanted to really view it from the outside for a moment before trying to voice a lot of opinion on things like an FBI investigation. Usually, you want to make sure that you have a lot of your facts down before you discuss all of this. Mm-hmm. And um, Yahoo Sports came out this week publishing things. Dropped a bomb. Exposing a lot of teams, exposing a lot of colleges, uh, players, coaches, uh, agents, a whole bunch of stuff exposing all of that. Everybody got it. Uh, if you're unfamiliar of everything that's been going on, uh, there has been reports that an NBA agent by the name of Andy Miller, uh, with assistance from a Christian Dawkins, another sports agent, was involved with shuffling a whole bunch of money around a lot of then college players at the time. Uh, some of it being reported as money from uh, sneaker organizations to have them sign with certain colleges, sign mm-hmm. with certain shoe deals and a lot of different stuff that has been going on with the schools that were trying to deal with Andy's agency, ASM Sports. And there's many different names that we could deal with in the NBA. Dennis Smith Jr., uh, Isaiah Whitehead, Bam Adebayo, Markel Fultz, Kyle Kuzma. And... All guys said to reportedly took money to do yeah. specific things. Yeah, really not a small amount. Some of these in the uh, a lot of these tens and thousands. Um, there's even an MB an Arizona coach, uh, Sean Miller, discussing paying a hundred thousand dollars to a freshman on wiretap. So there's a lot of shit that the NCAA is in, and we have our NCAA expert Cliff Skywalker to come discuss how fucked up a lot of this is. You can catch Cooking with Cliff. On YouTube, he does it periodically. It's a very interesting show. He will also be having a show very soon on RNC Radio, so we cannot wait for that. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. You know if Cliff is involved in automatic jokes. Exactly. Cliff, how are you feeling today? 
Man, this is a uh, first off, uh, good day to you. Good day to all of the listeners. This is a this is an honor to be a part of not only be a part of the show, but be a part of the show this early. One thing that I want to ask the both of you, Jeff and Cliff, um, why is the NCAA always in the head of these types of situations? You have the 2009 issue with O'Bannon and the video games using likenesses. You have prostitution scandals out in Louisville. You have things like this. You have not paying players. Why is it always them at the head of this? Well, you know, because pimps. it's a mafia. It's a mafia. Yeah, it's like pimps. it's like it's like uh. Was it the Godfather where they had the, the meeting of the five families? That's literally what it is, only the five families are all inside the NCAA and they're all on bullshit. It's just constantly. corrupt. It's corrupt. I think it's I think it's finally starting to well I, there was a lot of people that have always known this. I think people have always known this from beforehand, just seeing it from a private perspective and letting it rock. But now that we have people like the fucking FBI into it, now it's a completely different story. Absolutely. Like yeah, it's- now it's to the point where everybody can get it. Anybody can get it. I mean, if, if you're being investigated, they're going to find something because every I mean, this shit happens probably at more schools than even got touched. You know, it's just people are going to get caught now. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's everywhere on a certain level, no matter how you cut it, no matter how you want to like either water it down or put a magnifying glass on it. It happens everywhere. It depends on the level. And what you're seeing is for years, you would see players, you know, speak out against the NCAA and say certain things. But now it's gotten to the point where with this FBI probe, you're seeing prominent, you're seeing the best players in the league talk about how messed up the NCAA is. And now, Mm -hmm. you know, they're in a position where it's like something, you know, it's great that all these things are happening. In, in this time, where it's yeah. like 2017, yeah. 2018, a lot of people are done with the bullshit, and this is this is a this is just this is a microcosm of that, where it's like, you know, people are seeing it, and it's like, yo, this is fucked. Y'all got to change it. Absolutely. And, and you know, the people, you know, it, it's, it's the people. The people have their proverbial foot on the neck of the NCAA right now, and it's it's a it's you know they it's really it's really shaky for them. Well, I just love that like you know mega stars in the league already. I'm glad that they're coming out speaking down about this shit too because you need guys like LeBron you know calling the NCAA corrupt and you you need people coming out saying the NBA should have their own farming system and like you know what I'm saying like these things this is proactive like you got to have these type of conversations because if you don't then these kids are gonna keep getting shitted on. I mean they're being pimped out. Like you're seeing. You're seeing these types of systems work overseas. You're seeing them work in different sports, especially soccer. Mm-hmm. You're, seeing, you're seeing a beautiful way to run a quote-unquote farming system. And you know, it's I the think, best. It's the best way. I mean, yeah, and, and having over- having different lower leagues for 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 kids to you know grow and having academies and like that shit is real. You can pay these kids. I mean, you're talking about making billions of dollars just off TV deals alone. Yeah, and it's a, and it's and when you really look at that, then you start to pull the see a lot of this is just the people and you know the FBI really really pulling a band-aid off a bullet wound. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing how fucked up shit is. Like why is this happening in in football? Why is this happening in basketball? And then you start to see deeper issues when it's like, okay, 
wait, you can play college hockey and have an agent the right. whole time? Right. And then, and then baseball, there's like all these rules that you could just finesse. And, and it's like, they, word? They're not going to check on you. They're not going to check on you. And it's like, okay, so we're seeing that now. Are we really going to talk about what this is in black and white? Uh, no pun intended. But are we really going to check this at face value? I mean, you know what it is. It, it, it's, a, it's a situation to give those kids just enough to where if you can be something, you got to work extra hard. You may not have nothing on the way, but you got to work extra hard. And you're putting your body on the line for this school, this logo, and you're not getting anything out of it. But one your thing. scholarship. I mean, you got. I understand scholarships, and I understand the purpose of it, and that's great. You know, you send the kid to school for "quote unquote" free, right? But uh, you have still. I mean, it it all came out even about you know them having the the type of snacks that they were getting and having to pay for like petty shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, these kids are they're mega stars in their own. You know, on their campus in and the NCAA, city, yeah. yeah, in their own cities. You know, I mean, March Madness is still a huge deal. Bro, they sponsor, they have sponsors for the ladders that these kids climb to cut the nets. <laughs> like, what do we, like, they sponsor everything. You know, John Oliver did a great piece on how the NCAA at every corner is looking for a way to get some cash. And it's like, okay, let's find, like, so they're doing all these things to get money. But then it's like some, somebody in the background, like, why don't you pay the players? And then right. all of a sudden they get, and then all of a sudden they get choked up. Well, well, uh, and then it's like the one thing that's dead is, and it's very, very quiet for the argument that these kids are getting paid with the free education. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's I feel dead. Like a lot of bullshit. Like I feel like that's just bullshit that people hide under to try and have that as a fallback when it starts uh, bringing up into the conversation of whether we have the opportunity to play people, which I'm sure if they, if the NCAA decided to finally put that into implementation, that would take years in advance, or should they just take the opportunity to lessen down a lot of the rules that they have on players, not being able to sign autographs, players, not being able to do X amount of things outside of the campus to try and get themselves paid. Dog, let's, let's step away from paying the players because paying the players comes with so much, yeah, I mean, that, it's still – But here's, here's, here's one thing that uh, – and I know this conversation is going gonna, is gonna to go on, but here's one thing. Let's take away the paying players. Allow them to use their likeness. Absolutely. Dude, allow, them, allow them to use their likeness because, because if you're going to say, okay, uh, players are getting paid uh, – players are already getting paid with a free education, I'll take, I'll take that argument. But then – I mean, I'll take that statement. But then it's like, okay, why can't they use their own likeness? It's, They're it's, in college. Absolutely. If you're college, telling me you, you put me on the cover of NCAA football or NCAA basketball and you can't pay me? Bro, it's that. And then it's like, and then it's like, okay, we're in college, right? We're we're 18, we're eight, like college adults, age, 18 adults. to 23. We're young adults. Allow us to utilize uh, business points and business skills that we can develop like like any other person would do in college and you know use it to our advantage right so if one when of these you, kids wanted to go out and start a clothing line of their own right their own clothing line it may not even it may not even have anything to do with football or basketball it could just be a clothing line they're gonna get investigated 
I messed I messed up by not looking up this kid's name, but remember the YouTube the, the kicker who was who had a YouTube page and he had to stop playing football. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because I know his YouTube you, page yes. is getting money. It's ridiculous. Like bro. what are we t- like uh uh Donald De La Haye, that was his name. Yeah, yeah. You know, he he had he quit football because YouTube was more lucrative for him. And he was the kicker. So what do you say? Like, so what does it say about guys like Guys like Heisman guys, like Baker Mayfield, like uh, Lamar Jackson. Because what you could do, you take off the thing and allow them to use their likeness. Then you have the Players' Tribune step in. And we have all this interesting content uh, regarding college players that – and not only do you have this content, but you have an opportunity for guys to, you know, have some money in their pocket during college. Because, listen – Depending on what si- what college system or program you're in, you blow out a knee, you're done. You're finished. You're done. You blow out a knee in one of these mid major, uh, division two, division three schools, mm. like. And these things know, can happen. These things have happened. It's happened multiple times. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's a risk. It's a story. risk. It's a risk. You're talking about a kid who could easily go top ten, top five, rip their knee or tear something, or and what happens now? It's a rap. They chew you up and spit you out. And they want to, and that's a part of the game that they don't want to discuss or that they don't want people to really, really talk about is how, you know, they chew you up and spit you out. And, you know, you, you'll see it, you'll see it in college football when a major player will, uh, like, say, tear ACL. And then what, what does the coach say? And what do the players say? Next man up. Next man Immediately. up. Immediately. Yeah, that's that, that's Next that's that's, that's literally how the system works. So if these kids, if they end up not working out, regardless, it doesn't matter to them. It's next man up. Nonetheless, there's always more recruits. There's always somebody on the depth chart, uh, and that's just how it goes. And I get it. I get it. I get it on a level where you're saying next man up. You don't want the team to get down. You don't want more. Yeah. I get that. But when you say next man up at this point. We're talking families, man. We're talking about guys who, who you know, back at the crib, they're, they're you know, their their families don't have enough bread to right. turn the lights on. What happens? What happens now? Yeah. What happens then now? What? On a deep level, not not on the field or the court, like on a on a personal level. Like, what happens to this kid? Yep. And then let's really let's let's break down the personal level. Then you have the kid going to the coach, say, Coach, my mom's lights are off. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do? And then all of a sudden, the coach. It's like, okay, let me let me find a way. Let me get a booster involved. Let me get a booster to throw you some bread. Then all of a sudden you find out that booster was committing some type of tax fraud, and now he has a wiretap on his phone. Boom, so when you're having like a, and then you're having this conversation with this guy, and you don't know that the FBI, the DEA is recording him. And now you're in a situation where you're trying to help somebody, you had good intentions, and now what do you have? A scandal. And all it takes is one. All it takes is one because then you know it's happening around the around the league. And here's the thing. Investigated by the NCAA. It's like, okay, I'm in, I'm being investigated by the NCAA. Woo, 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 this happens, this will happen. Right. And, you know, guys look at it kind of nonchalant, like we're getting investigated by the NCAA. But when those yeah, three letters know. come in, when you're getting investigated by the FBI. That's a wrap. In the, words, in the words, in the words of, in the words of our NC bre- RNC brethren, OG Johnny Five, huh, 
it's a it's a wrap, bro. I'm telling it's you, it's a wrap, man. It is a wrap. There's nothing you get. The FBI gets involved. There's some real shit going down, and they're gonna find out. It's as simple as that. You ain't no hiding nothing. Even in the scenario that Cliff had provided, now you run in the risk of dealing with innocent people who might not have known that that was illegal in the first place or that they were even being investigated in that type of scenario. So now what do people do in that situation where it's now the government going in and trying to deal with these certain scenarios? I'm sure the government doesn't give a single shit about whether or not these kids get played or not. But now you're dealing with Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. They're going in. They're, They're fucking up the office. They're reaching through everything, man. I mean, they're gonna pull out every everything that they can possibly find, like receipts about probably snacks, all kinds of shit, man. They want to know everything. I, I I really understand that some people could could view what like, and and ask questions of what the FBI's end game is and and what their what their plans are in regards to this entire investigation, but they're not really dealing with uh small little boosters off the street that are given a couple of hundreds of dollars you're dealing with people in big organizations in big executive positions dealing with shoe companies uh uh uh, thousands of dollars It, it might not be as much compared to say something that would be a much larger scandal but this is is it's a big deal when you deal with people in these types of positions right and like when you look at the money that was suggested from from the investigation it's like that money was very like petty amounts like you talking about this is real money like you can let this you can let a kid make eighteen thousand dollars right like you can let a kid make 20 20 bands off a signature mm-hmm. or off whatever like it's not like it's, he's out here making millions and millions of dollars off his name in college when you look at that when you look at that investigation you see some you see some numbers that are that are wild you know you see deandre aiden uh you know he gets named and you know the money figures that they throw around are a hundred thousand you're like dang right. And then you see, uh, you see another guy. It's like you see ten thousand. You're like, ooh. But then th- they bring up Miles, and this is this is one of the most. This is one thing that like that hurt me because they bring up Miles, and they bring up two figures. One is seventy dollars from his mother. Yeah, bro. One is seventy dollars from his mother, and so who knows what that is? Who knows what that is? It could be totally clear like who knows what that is that that could have been that could have been a drink at a bar for all we know right right then they bring up a four hundred dollar dinner now one of the guys that was named in here from uh duke i think it was i think it was uh wendell carter you know he they interviewed him before they interviewed him after a game and he said look i'm gonna break down what happened he was like my parents went to dinner uh within five minutes of the dinner my dad realized that the guy from that agency, ASM, was on bullshit, and he got up and left. And then his mother stayed for five more minutes. Then she realized that the agent was on bullshit, and she did. Right. And this dude stayed there at the dinner and ran up, like, a $2,000 bill. And then he gets named in it. Like, these I mean, are how, this is how corrupt some of you these know, guys are. At the end of the day, though, it, it's unfortunate, but these people are going to have to go down for this to get better. Yeah, so. for sure. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Real quick before we... So, look. When the FBI... And this is... I don't know if I'm kind of revealing, you know, some some personal stuff, but... When the FBI... <laughs> so you leak, you about to leak, you about to leak, you about to leak, hold on, exclusive? I'm saying, I don't need niggas. I don't need men in black knocking on my door like, yo, what was y'all talking about on the fucking podcast? <laughs> 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 look, but look, this is the thing. Yeah, yeah. When the FBI 
the FBI doesn't like so when you get questioned or you come in for questioning, the FBI has information on you, right? But they don't tell you how much information it is. It could be a sentence in a text message to they know your whole life story and they want you to just confirm details. So when these guys are getting contacted by the FBI, you know, they don't they've never been around that type of pressure and understanding. And they don't know protocols when it comes to talking with the FBI. So you have guys like uh, that agency who do who probably never been arrested in their lives, and they get in front of the FBI and turn into Tevin Campbell in uh, "Can We Talk?" They get to <laughs> sing in. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't and they don't know. They don't understand that. Okay, the FBI, for all they know, could literally say you were named in a list of 50 names, and they just want to find out why your name and all of a sudden this guy is like oh well i gave twenty thousand dollars to uh to uh you know so and so i gave twenty thousand dollars to colin sexton and then it's like and then the fbi is sitting there like just taking notes like they're they're like yo we didn't even know this but you said you gave but thanks because because it's gonna it's gonna this shit's gonna happen so broadly like you're not gonna just find one kid at one school who hasn't done like the only person that did it in two years like that shit's gonna be broad like Listen, man, when I was at state, ooh, I don't want to dry snitch. Um, no, so you when cannot. I was you cannot, so this <laughs> about to be some y'all worse shit. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm about to say, man. <laughs> um, I'll just say that listen, there were situations and it, I, I'll say there were situations and it happens everywhere. The, absolutely and that and that's I mean, you're not saying nothing that I don't think a regular person couldn't who didn't go to state didn't you know what I'm saying? Like this I'm sure it happens in over here in, in Georgia. I'm sure it happens in 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 uh in, in Florida with Mark, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, no dry snitching, man. I think we know how corrupt the situations are. I mean, you're talking about kids that don't have nothing that came from the bottom, who are just super athletic and gifted, and they're not getting paid for putting their body on the line. Yeah, it's like you got these. They they come into school, and it's like, okay, I'm getting nothing, and then you you got agents and other and boosters and other people like yo. Here's 10 bands. All you have to do is sit here for a conversation. And so it's like, That's as, it. a, as an athlete, as, a, as an 18 year old, That's it, bro. you're Listen. giving 10 bands to talk to me for five minutes? Bro, the kid, money. The, the kid is sitting there and he's, and she's, he's like, look, all you got to do is consider us when you go to the league. Just consider us and I'll give you $10,000 right now. And all you got to do is just consider us when you leave. And I, I really think the most interesting part in that regard is that throughout all the conversation that's happened without the week, nobody is looking at it from a perspective of why are the players taking this money? I think it's pretty much unanimous throughout everybody that there has to be some form of compensation that these players should be able to enjoy. Yeah, dude, I here's one of my, I'm going to put y'all on something, man. When I was younger, and I was watching like college hoops and shit like that. And even even to down to date, I'm like, man, what do you, these niggas be getting the dopest, freshest, cleanest tattoos? Then I'm like, what are these niggas getting tattooed? My, I got tattoos, nigga, and I know how pricey shit is. And I'm yeah. thinking, I'm thinking to myself, these niggas be loaded out, like sleeves, with- necks, chest, back. I'm like, yo, this nigga got five bands like in tattoos. Like, what the fuck is going on, man? And hey, here we go. I know where this money's coming from, man. Yeah, and you saw they get you saw that getting exposed with the uh, Ohio State football under the yeah. special. Yeah, when, uh, when Terrell Pryor was the uh, quarterback mm-hmm. there, you already you know you saw you saw the top get blown off when it came to that. Hey, Cliff, real quick, man. Yeah, what's up? 
the Louisville thing. Uh, which one? How do you? How you? I just want to know how you feel about them taking the chip, taking the banner. Uh, you can't, you can't take a game away. Quote unquote, taking the banner. You know. Yeah, that's they, they 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 wipe they wipe you at, shout out my Trojans fight on they wipe they wipe our season too. Um, I think that's wild that they can and do then, that. And then and then Pete Carroll fucking he he definitely knew about it, but he ducked off and went to the league. But you know they 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 took my man's they they took my man's season away and swiped it. But how do you feel about swiping banners like swiping championship games? Uh, this isn't reboot. You can't take away a game that's already happened. Right. Like that that big that big purple box and reboot can't come down on uh <laughs> the world and have our minds change. Uh that's something that we all watched and we right. all tweeted about. Right. And we all saw it happen. I, so, I like what Kevin Ware said about it, man, on, on Twitter. He was, you know, he's talking about his hardware. It's like shit. I mean, I, I got this. Got, I got that big ass ring on my yeah, I got this. I don't know so about you. Shit happened. Yeah, you ain't taking this away. So yeah. and as and as a as a guy that was that was you know I was rooting for Michigan, yeah. you know they took an L. There's no way you can't reverse an L. You can't. You just can't. Especially you, especially an L that was on national TV. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. Um, but regarding, you know, I think that you have to put, uh, like erasing and vacating wins and stuff. That's corny, and that just shows you. You know how how the NCAA is on dirt. Like, yeah, what did they, they do? They, they're just handling it so raw. They just want to say they did something. You dig? They just want they just want to be like, oh well, well we did this. So and, and and then what happens? Like, remember when they vacated the uh, the Fab Five wins? Yes, dude. And the and they took the banner down. Didn't they reinstate it? They after? reinstated. That's what I'm saying, dude. It was a ploy. It was just like we're gonna just do this just to do it. Yeah. So then you okay? Wait, let's wait. How how long was it for the NCAA? Double A to uh, reinstate the Fab Five was it twenty years? Yeah, it's, it was it was a, it was a long it was like 15, 20 years, and now and then they reinstated. So what does that prove? Like that didn't stop recruiting. That's where you hit them. You hit them in recruiting. Now, yeah, if, you, if you're gonna win them out, that's exactly where you hit them because yeah, that's be where like, it hurts the most. Just be like, oh, those uh those three scholarships that you needed to to get uh however many top ten players, say bye to that. Or instead of saying bye to that. Reward a school, reward like a mid major. Allow yeah. some of these kids to go to to go to uh some mid major school and a lot like Valparaiso. That would be fire. And al- and allow them and and just so that the 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 scholarships are always there, but we're moving them and giving a better opportunity to somebody else, somebody who hasn't yeah, uh, yeah, been corrupt. Yeah. Like they're yeah, to go about it's fair. It. Don't don't destroy the scholarship opportunity. Give it to somebody else who hasn't had anything corrupt happen to. Yeah, the one thing about the NCAA is that they are staunch believers in not having progressive. I mean, progression. And you're seeing it. I mean, look at, look at, bro, look at WWE right now. You got Triple H, you know, taking over certain things. And all of a sudden you're seeing, you're seeing rumblings of five star matches happening now, which never, which had a span where that wasn't happening a lot. But you're seeing new guys, you're seeing new blood, you're seeing new swag get in, you know, in influential levels, and you're seeing the game change. And I think that needs to happen. It's, let's be honest. The guys that are the heads of the NCAA right now, they all look like the first 10 presidents of the United States yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, they, they're all, they're Powder all, wigs. They're all dusty ass. Powder wigs, wooden teeth. Dusty ass skin. colonizers. Yup. And that's it. Holy shit. You bring in some, you bring in some new blood, and you will see a whole new swag. And all of a sudden, 
you know, the NC the NCAA is looking like, oh, you gotta play there. Cause look at the incentives. Cause right now, LeVar Ball is looking like uh Nostradamus out here. Hey, listen, <laughs> time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Look, look, look. I love LeVar's vision. I just don't like the way that he brings it about. You understand what I mean? Like, I like I like what I like the idea of taking his kids out and doing it the opposite way so that they can get money. I, I know where he's coming from. And, hey, it may hurt his kids in the end. I have no idea. But if, look, think about it like this, though. In the next 10, 20 years, if more parents or more people do it like this, he'll go down as somebody who, you know, really, really started it and pushed it into pop culture. So Look at everybody that shakes the table. You know, when they start shaking the table, they're looked at as, you know, people who are doing unnecessary things and causing all this drama for no reason. And then 20, 30 years down the line, they're looked at as pioneers. Yeah. You know, are you, are you like, like 30, years, 30 years from now, we're going to look at Colin Kaepernick the way that uh, people look at Martin Luther King and Muhammad Ali. Yeah, no, because it, it could really not. And these are, these are facts, bro. Like, it's one of those things, you know, you don't you can't really explain the importance of it at this very moment um maybe you can you could imagine what it's going to mean and when it actually gets to the point to really really mean something and how important it is and and the things like saying whatever you want to say as an athlete doesn't matter if you if you just catch the ball if you just pass the ball if you just dribble the ball if you just kick the ball whatever like you're still human beings with like you know real shit going on like the, the I want to touch on this this DeMar DeRozan thing about him being open about his depression and anxiety and all that stuff. Like, that's just real as fuck, man. Like, you know, you can make millions and millions of dollars. You can be the 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 guy who leads this team, you know, all these different things. Number one, I think they're number one in, in the East right now, correct? Should be. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. And all these things. And in the middle of all this, he opens up about how he deals with his, you know, depression and anxiety. It's just like, dog, like, these are still human beings. Yeah, they're worth millions and millions and millions of dollars, but niggas got real issues going on man yeah man like people people think that you know uh an nba check fixes a lot and if anything it leads to a check in general another set yeah check in general <laughs> check in and, general and, and people don't understand that that brand leads to a whole another set of problems that um people's minds who don't understand you don't understand the world of of problems that arise with it, and it's very very deep. And you, and when you really want to break that down, then you understand why guys have guys go through things like depression, especially at that level. And, people, and why these kids take chances and take money from boosters and take money from from people they shouldn't be taking money from because it's like to them they may look at it like, well, this I like my odds. You know, like everybody exactly. else is doing it. I like my odds. I might as well try to get something out of this. Exactly. They like, kick me out. They kick me out. You know, what did I have before this? Exactly. Like, I think there's a lot of humanizing pieces to this that often get ignored when it comes to dealing with the mindset of an athlete and what they uh, choose to take in regards to surviving and 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 in regards to making sure that they're straight. I want to continue with that, and I feel like there's a well amount of stuff that the NBA can do to try and to assist, but let's take a quick break. We'll get more into that when we come back. RSPN, RNC Radio, we'll be back after this. What's up, y'all? This is Meals from The A Show on RNC Radio, and after you finish, listen to the most in-demand wrestling podcast of the week. 
That's right, I said it. Me and OG Johnny Five have the most in-demand podcast of the week. You need to get your ass over to listen to RSPN with my man MC and Jeff. Listen and dig it. All right, we are back. RSPN on RNC Radio. Thank you, Mills, for that. Be sure to check out Mills and Johnny Five every Thursday for the A Show. It is now the month of March, so we are officially in Women's History Month. RNC Radio has you covered, thankfully, for all of our favorite content from some of our favorite women throughout the past few decades. Check it out on Apple Music, Spotify. Dear women, you are appreciated. If you want to go to the traditional playlist route, we have that covered. I think we have about like two hours of content on there. Plenty of artists, 70s, 80s, 90s, today, all beautiful women of color that have touched music in many different ways. Or if you want to go our new route, we just dropped our first ever visual playlist. It's one of my favorite playlists that we've dropped so far. So please check it out. That one will be Apple Music only, but it will be 100% worth it. You can put it on at your house, your shop, wherever you're at to accompany throughout your day if you want to look at some visuals. So, tying into all of this, the way that this conversation looks is that it, it truly feels like the NCAA is just too large to lose in this type of situation in regards to the FBI. We're still ver- paying very much attention to March Madness in the next week. Um, and truthfully, when it comes to this FBI investigation, they can profit off of it a little bit more than they can lose. Like, you get to brag that you took on the fucking government, even though it, it, it really looked like from a perspective that um, they've been complying as much as they can and doing what they need to do to make of the course. FBI finish their investigation and pretty much go away. But after that, from my perspective, it really doesn't look like whatever the FBI finds that is going to immediately change anything. That yeah, done yeah. The players. this is definitely just I mean, it's going to take more than this, but um, but this is big. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. But it's, I don't think the culture is going to change or anything major is going to happen quite yet. But the conversations have to keep fucking happening. And players have to keep talking out about it. Our professionals need to. I don't want some of these kids who are in college, obviously, speaking out about this type of stuff because, you know, they got to protect their brand, their personal brand. But, yeah, I mean, I, I just think people have to start talking about it. I mean, if not, then it'll just blow over until the next the next scandal. I mean, these guys are going to keep making money. It's, this isn't going to. It's not going to stop, you know, uh, the NCAA from making no bread or from yeah. making bread. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. I just I just looked on I just looked on Twitter and bro, Sean Miller, who is the Arizona coach who was yeah. caught on tape yeah, yeah, yeah. allegedly talking about 100 stacks for DeAndre Ayton is now coaching tonight, tonight's game. Wow, it's fucking crazy. If if you guys aren't if you guys aren't familiar with who Sean Miller is, he's involved in the FBI investigation, um, allegedly paying a hundred thousand dollars to win DeAndre Ayton to uh, play for the University of Arizona. I thought his job was fucking gone. Apparently, he has not only coached tonight, but he received a standing ovation. Could, could we just please play audio real quick? You know, I really didn't know what to think about it. Uh... Other than, you know, it's just very, very emotional. Uh, Tucson and uh, our fans, they've always been the very, very best to my family and myself. and have supported our basketball program 
uh, like no other. And, uh, you know, to see them do that uh, is very emotional and, you know, something I'll never, ever forget. Yeah, of course. Of course, man. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, this is what and this is what we're talking about. Like, it's, the, the issue is going to be more the player. They're going to focus on the player. So Sean Miller still gets the coach? Yeah, so so the Pac-12 tournament starts. And Sean Miller is 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 coaching. This is it. It doesn't. It shouldn't be on the player no, at all. It shouldn't at all, man. It, it shouldn't, shouldn't be. And all. and let's talk about the first NBA pro that had Arizona in hot water. Arizona all was already on Front Street. Like, yo, y'all got to tighten up. They were already. And did they didn't? What weren't they one of the four schools that had to fire uh, an assistant coach? Yeah. 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 So, and all those coaches were in on it. Let's be clear. But Absolutely, so, but you got to you gonna get somebody. Somebody's gonna take the fall so that so, everybody doesn't go oh, down. Oh, okay, cool. So the assistant coach takes the fall. Now you got him on tape saying he want he's taking a hundred stacks and he's still coaching in a he's game. He's coaching, bro. He's coaching, bro. You know for a fact it was him, and that he was prepared to accept money. And. They're not. He's 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 not getting no heat. He shouldn't even be. Honestly, if you want to just keep it a buck, from a real perspective, he probably should have been let go immediately. Like like as soon as soon as they as soon as the team got the FBI notified them that they have this this recorded. Shit. I mean, if that was anybody else, you, you cutting ties, bro. If that was Tom Izzo right now, it would have been oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. They got they got bro. Every Michigan, they can't play a Michigan State game without saying scandal in every other word at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And all that stuff over there doesn't have shit to do with the basketball team. Mind you, if, if I'm not mistaken, a few weeks ago when all that news came out and that outside the lines report popped off, uh, people were asking for Tom Izzo's job. So that happens, but then a coach can, can be on phone recording talking about uh, paying a player 100 stacks. Right, top draft pick, and he's about to coach the game. Come on now, mm-hmm. come on now. Like, what are we talk? Like, what are we doing? It just moves too large. I'm telling you, and I think people are going to actually start being way more interested and being way more voluntary and listening to alternatives to what can happen in regards to college basketball. When you see people like LeBron James, um. You think people like Carmelo Anthony, Jalen Rose had a very good conversation of what they should do. Jalen Rose had an idea of players boycotting the March Madness tournament. I don't necessarily think that it. <laughs> no, that doesn't need to happen. That, it doesn't need to go that deep. Yeah, it doesn't need to happen. Um, I, under, I mean, I, under, I, I. You know did, what? I'm with it. I'm with it. Listen, listen. I'm I with think, it. Let's let's really hurt him and do it. I'm but, with it. Don't. But dog, you know that's not that's not happening. Now. If 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 you're talking about you want immediate, if you were talking about immediate change i do see jalen's point if no i definitely see what he's saying like i i I think i think jay williams said jay williams i think he said the same shit you know but i mean i I find that's not that's not happening i find way more uh satisfaction in seeing things like the g league being able to develop and find their ways to make a different alternative for kids to be able to make money and still find a way into um, these top organizations and seeing the NCAA crumble from that type of perspective than anything that we've been receiving in the past couple of days in regards to any of this. 
Yeah, I mean, there definitely needs to be. NBA should have their own farming system um, or let these kids come straight out of high school or pay these kids. I mean, I think I think I mean, I don't think the solution is like that dramatic. I mean, we see what it's going to have to be at some point. All it takes all it takes is is one progressive forward thinking investment into the G League, you know, allow allow a player to be able to support his family. Minimum, like at the minimum level, off a G League contract. Yeah, it's, yeah, that, that's, be anything it, too wild, right? Like that's and and that seems so. It's such a simple solution. It's like you you guys can't implicate this. It's it's so simple, and guys all and because of that, you know, because of all these people trying to figure out a way to get money out of a out of a simple situation, they're putting forward a bunch of unnecessary red tape uh, to make these things happen to, right. to stop these things from happening. You know, you listen, the G League can become, you know, one of those things where it's like, you know, you can see a potential top 10 draft pick, you know, play playing a game. Um, before you before you get them. And, 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 they, and they don't understand. They don't understand. Before you get them, you'll know much more about that player because as I said earlier, college hoops is system ball. So you don't really get to see a lot of what the kid really has. In rare cases, Trey Young's one of the first kids in a long time where you see him and you're like, all right, like, I see what he could do in the league, like, for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? But, like, some of these kids, they're held back a little bit. And that's okay. That's just the way college system, college hoops works. But, like, yes, you you get them into the G League and you play against some some upper talent, yeah, you're going to actually see, damn, this kid can go off for 30 on any given night, or this kid can go off for 15 on any given night, or you'll kind of get to scale. Imagine, no. if, imagine if you got to see Anthony Bennett in the G League before drafting him. You, think, take, he go, you think he goes where he goes? So, so what you just said, let's take that to another level. Look at this kid overseas, Luka Doncic, or whatever yeah, his name yeah, is, yeah, yeah. that, that, they're, that uh, some of these guys are projecting as the number one pick. Potentially. Imagine if we had the opportunity to A, see him actually hoop, B, hoop against some real niggas, and C, have him over in America uh, adjust to American style ball. Yeah, dog, listen, listen, Mark, if you're not familiar with this kid, he's like 6'8, like 230, 225, like he's shooting guard, small forward type. Kid in a national cat. Where's you know where he's from? Yeah, so, I've, I've, heard, I've heard Rachel. So, I've heard Rachel Nichols talk about him. Sylvania no. or something like that. But doesn't Sylvania? he hoop for? Doesn't he hoop for like like a soccer system? But it's like their basketball team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's actually a, a really dope. He's in Real. I think he's in Real Madrid. Yeah, Real Madrid. So look, man. He's in Real. Like, listen, that's cool and everything. I'm not fucking with him. I think I think he is. The 2018 Hito Turkaloo. I think that's his ceiling. Turkaloo. I mean, Bro, I, he's not that fast. You know, uh, he doesn't have. He doesn't have. I don't think he has the really the the speed. Like, I can. I mean, tr- he's he's gonna go in the lottery. It's just is what it is. But for sure, he's a top five pick. Right, right. He's going in the lottery. But it's I, he he's he's kind of he might be too slow. He might not have the quickness for for like what the league is moving into. But see, there so. you go. A guy like that gets into the league and he's crafty. With that sneaky white European ball, mm-hmm. you know, I. But he's not, gonna get bodied on the other side. I mean, bro, <laughs> he's just not. Bro, he's just not fast enough, dude. bro. Pat Beverly is gonna put 
a yeah. hole in this nigga's chest. Yeah, and yeah, I can't wait. And the league is the league is going. I mean, two way players are are it's it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, you're gonna have to deal with a two way player almost on every team soon. <laughs> so, you know, it just get used to it. And a guy like that, you know, he might not. Don't work. let listen. Don't let uh don't let Terrence Ferguson start to get better because he's gonna treat Luka Doncic like food. Straight food. You know, well, I, 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 and I hate talking about these kids until we get to like, you know, of course, summer league and stuff of that nature, and you start seeing them. But it's just like, like I said, like you're saying as well, we would know a lot more about these kids if they were uh, in a different predicament as far as competition is concerned. And and I mean, I'm sure some of these kids would play a whole lot. I I think the NCAA, I think they would be ten times exciting if these kids were getting paid. Because I think they would be really out here, like, trying to get money. Then you have you know? something to play for. Absolutely. What, They're what like, you, what, oh, I'm trying to really get money. I can, right. I mean, I can you, show out and get some endorsements. Right. You got, you, look, look at one and done. Like, let's, let's, let's ask this question to you guys. Look at a one and done player right now. Let, let's say uh, uh, Marvin Bagley Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does he have to play for right now? Bro. Nothing, bro. No, I'm 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 being dead serious right now. What this whole year of college basketball? It's been great to see a guy like him play. It's been great to see a guy like Mo Bamba play. It's been great to see Colin Sexton play. It's been great to see Kevin Knox play. Mm-hmm. It's been great to see Jaron Jackson Jr. play. What do they all have to play for this year? I mean, besides March Madness and winning that chip. But some of these guys don't even get the March Madness, and that's, so and, that's and true some too. of them. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this, and you know, y'all probably won't agree, but I think Trey Young is gonna get the March Madness and and be a shell of himself. Dude, well, that happens a lot with a lot of those kids. I wouldn't be surprised, bro. I, I actually wouldn't. I, I mean, I'm, I'm actually with you. I would not be surprised seeing it. That shit happens, man. You'll get the, the kid that you want to see. You know, like you're like, oh, I want, I really would love to see. Remember when everybody wanted to see Ben Simmons? And LSU go to March Madness and they didn't <laughs> they didn't make it. It's like I don't know why. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not that Ben Simmons is trash, but like it's, he wasn't that type of player of like, why do you what's the big deal? Does that does that does that ruin that for you from a fan perspective? Like sometimes there's uh opportunities where, like you said, there's very large amounts of star players that might not be able to make March Madness, or you have scenarios where you're only dealing with one game cases and large teams like say a very loaded up duke for some reason gets upset in the sweet 16 and now you don't see them going into final four that i actually i love cinderella stories Mm -hmm. i I, I actually don't i don't mind it at all i think that's the that's the that's march madness that's why it's it's amazing yeah because it's like damn yeah it could happen to duke like these things happen like you know you'll get shut out not even make it Bro, I lose money every year because I want a 16th seed to be the one seed. Every year, I, lo- I lose, I lose, I lose five dollars every year because I want to see it happen. It happens, man. You know, it's just part and, of it. And before we get into the before we get into March Madness, I just want to plant a seed right here. And I'm gonna say it right here: a 16th seed is beating a one seed this year. It's happening. Are you guaranteeing that right now on RCA? <laughs> I'm guaranteeing okay. it right now. Right, well, guaranteeing it. Okay. We're going to see, Cliff. Uh, uh, this is a Skywalker prophecy. Yeah. It's a Jedi mind trick. Mm. It's going to happen. Uh, I, I love to see Cinderella stories, man. And, you know, that's what makes the that's what makes March Madness so sweet. You got to see like like a Florida, Florida Gulf Coast. 
<laughs> that was a great. That was a great year, bro. Bro, do you remember? That and was people, a great year. No, you know it was even a greater year though, when a team like George Mason makes it to the final. <laughs> yeah, man, it's lovely. It's lovely because you're just like, wow, like the team you was not. You weren't even. It's just something you're not thinking about all year, regular season. You're not thinking about nothing like that, and then you get to March Madness, and all of a sudden, you see who the real champions are. Yeah, man. You know, at, at that at that point, kind of talent talent goes by the wayside, and these games just just it's it's a heart check. Mm-hmm. Where's your heart at? Like, yeah. are you willing? Like, are you willing to outplay whomever to get a dub? That's why having seniors on your team are important, no and, matter and, what. And it boils down to that. Experience. You gotta have seniors. You gotta have seniors. You gotta have leadership. And if you don't, your one your your one and dones don't mean nothing. That's what happened to Kentucky when they faced UConn that year. You know, it, I think we had two or three seniors, and they were basically all one and done, and we got it. Yeah, who was that? Uh, Shabazz, and then like that was Boz. That was Boz. That was Boz Boltwright. That was after. Uh, that was that was after. Um, Kimball left. Yeah, man. It's yeah, like so. it's like. It's, it's, and, 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 but going off of your point, that's why when it comes to the final four, when you get down to the elite eight, you kind of, you low key, you'll see a Cinderella team possibly, but then you see the same teams in there. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. Of course. Of course. And then it gets that. And then that's when, you know, from a basketball fan perspective, that's when it starts to get spicy because then you start to see the best basketball getting played. And mm-hmm. some of these, some of these stories go by the wayside. I got another prediction. I think this is this is the this is the year for Michigan State to win it all, man. You got Michigan State, and I'm biased. I'm 100 percent biased. So <laughs> whoever hears that and is like, well, man, well, you know, <laughs> obviously, obviously, you know, when I get ready to do my bracket, is all that I, I hear you. I, I right now I'm on I'm on a I'm on Roy Williams train. Um, I love I love North Carolina. I love what they do in March. Listen, um, they they are getting oh, yeah. they are getting good at the right. Like yeah. this is the time yeah. to get sweet. All like you see, you'll see teams kind of play, you know, drop a game. This is the time to go on a streak, and you know, going back to your going back to your uh, going back to your team, your UConn team, Jeff. People t- tend to forget that uh, Kemba Walker and that UConn team yep. went on an eleven. Yeah, win yeah. streak that led to the championship. We went. We turned into Kimba. Turned into a, a dog. He, he turned, turned into. into he dog. turned into cardiac Kimba. Cardiac Kimba. The, 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 the biggest step back. The step back hurt around the world is the most beautiful like play that I, I I'll never forget that, bro. I remember bro, exactly where I was. Like I remember everything that. Night. Bro, when he did that step back on that nigga that looked like a six eight version of Young Money Gutta Gutta. <laughs> Um, that was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. I hope that kid has a future somewhere right now. Yeah, he's working at Enterprise Rent a Car right now. No offense. Oh man! Shouts, shouts, cardiac. Kimba. Oh shit, man! <laughs> but now, nah, man, listen. These, these, this is, this is the, this is the right time to get sweet. Um, you're seeing, you're seeing, kind of the teams that we see every year. All of a sudden, they turn it up. You're seeing, you're seeing Jeff's North Carolina squad. Get very, very good. You're seeing Joe Barry and Theo Pinson. The only disappointment that I have in North Carolina right now is I would have loved to see uh, Seventh Woods that I saw in high school play now. I think he has plantar fasciitis. Yeah, which, which, which he, which might 
he might be done. He, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 not good. But oh, outside of that, you know, North Carolina is really good, getting good right now. A team that we all hate, Duke, is getting super sweet. Yeah, they're they're about know? ready to go. You know, you're seeing you're seeing like Nova's dropping some games. I'm concerned about Villanova. Yeah, um, but I I don't I don't know if I would go overboard with the concern. It's they'll be all right. Yeah, and then you're seeing uh you're seeing Virginia just be that constant uh just team that knows how to win. They know how to play basketball. They know how, they play know team how ball. To, and 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 it goes back to what what did Jeff say? Seniors. You're seeing upperclassmen uh ball now they might not be the draft picks. Yeah, they, 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 they nine times out of ten they won't. If you if you stay at your school for four years, at this point you're not getting. Drunk. Yeah, yeah, it just is what it is. You now you may be talented in your own way, but you need that leadership. You need those seniors in there. Yeah, man. So you're seeing you're seeing teams get sweet at the right time, which is, you know, for for the bracketology guys. See, this is the thing. A lot of these bracketology guys aren't, or like the guy, the the rent, the average guy with the uh, with the bracket making picks. They don't see. The uh the momentum getting carried into this tournament. Yeah, no, no. they just yeah. see the top coaches in the league. They see the top players in the league, uh, and analytics. Yeah, odds. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be one of the best. Uh, I think this is going to be one of the best NCAA tournaments we've seen. And then I and then outside and then carrying on to that. I think this is going to be one of the best NBA drafts. You know, this is another solid draft class. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. Yeah, man. Well, thankfully, the uh, March Madness special will be on March 11th. I think we're going to be in the building Sunday or Monday to try and set up our Bracketology special for RSPN. Yeah. We're going to have Jeff. Cliff, will you be there with us? Oh, oh, uh, next week? The 11th. Oh yeah, I can do I can do that. I'll make myself available. I can't I, I, I love I love to uh I love to talk with you guys because it makes the conversation uh interesting. Easy. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. with it. Yeah, awesome. so it's gonna be a large amount of people with us on that date to go over the entire bracket, what everybody has planned. Infinite hot takes, infinite yells from across the room of what people have planned, what people are doing for their Sweet 16s and their Elite 8s and their Final 4s. Who's winning the national championship? We will have all of that for you on the next ESPN, the Bracketology episode. ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> RSPN. <laughs> <laughs> them niggas. Yeah, yeah. We let's on. Not, yeah, let's not fucking get sued by, by Disney real quick. Free Jamel Hill. Yeah, shout out Jamel Hill. Yeah. Shout, shout out Jamel Hill. Yeah, if DeMello wants to come on to RSPN and, and just shut things down real quick. I'm not gonna front on y'all. I'm been, I'm I'm a Fox, I'm a Fox one NBC sport oh, guy right now. I and, and and listen, soccer, 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 we get NBA oh, sports. Okay. Right, we get well, NBC. Yeah. NBC sports is soccer mostly, but like uh I, I, I love Skip's show. Um so I kind of just bounce back and forth because they come on kind of like an hour between each other, I believe. So I'll skip back and forth to first take and then go to Undisputed and um hear that terrible Wayne verse that he gave them uh for the for the intro of the, the damn show. But uh I, I've been on Fox One a good bit actually. I find it enjoyable at times. Yeah, I'm definitely I definitely I, I mess with FS one's uh UFC coverage. They're yeah. super they're super in tune to UFC. Uh not so much boxing, but they're the go to when it comes to watching UFC off top. Speaking of coverage, Cliff. How about you tell us about the uh how about you 
Tell us about the corner coverage real quick. Cliff Corner. Oh, oh, Cliff's man. Corner. First of all, first of all, thank you, uh, thank you, OG Johnny Five, for the opportunity for me. <laughs> Give it the corner. <laughs> for me, for me to just, uh, to just be me. Yeah, you know yeah, be you. All right. You know, I, got, I, I I have questions that I that I that I like to ask. Oh, I have uh you hear <laughs> no, all these no first idea. of all, do you hear all these groans? Something some all questions. These, can we, can we get a can we get an example for the for for, for 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 the audience? Can we get an example of hey, what hey. well, well no 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 listen listen uh Mark do me a favor. Oh, first of all, I've never this is uh, a couple days ago was the first time I ever texted Mark on his phone. Mark oh. read my first text to you. <laughs> if you've never understood the type of questions that Cliff could ask you literally on a daily basis. Oh, my God. I don't even want to. We ended up, I ended up discussing things with Cliff on how today would go. Um, I passed him my number. And the first message that I see is, have you ever had to take a pee and take a shit at the same time, but you're out somewhere and you only want to pee and taking a shit while you're out will fuck up your vibe. So you go pee and squeeze your cheeks real tight. So no doo-doo comes out. <laughs> if, you ever to, if you ever wanted to understand the type of ideas that go through Cliff Skywalker's head, that should give you a pretty good Hey, hey, listen, 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 listen. Last Friday at 1.19 a.m., would you let Rihanna bare butt fart on your bed pillow and give you pink eye? <laughs> Did anybody answer yes? <laughs> no, dude. This was in my Everybody, text. Oh, is it for real? <laughs> this is in my text thread, man. I forgot I texted Jeff said. <laughs> Jeff said yes. All right. Oh, man. No, I know Jeff I didn't no. say. You know Jeff I didn't said no. say. He said no? Listen, no, listen, Jeff. Bro, the question been... was, the question was, would you let Rihanna bare butt fart on your bed pillow and give you pink eye? It's not like there was a, and you get to eat her oh, pussy or oh, eat her, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah, no, yeah. it was nothing. That, I was like, no, Cliff, there's nothing there for me for that. Yeah, listen, there's no I, you have to, you have to commend Jeff, who has, for the most part, stayed on brand with DYFB. And I think that you know, DYFB. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> explain, explain, explain. Go ahead, tell the people what that stands for, man. Uh, I don't know if we should go into DY. Should we go? Matter of fact, matter of fact, let me, let me, let me before before we uh, ask a question to delve further. Let me reel it back in. Uh, Cliff's corner is just an opportunity to just you know, if you have some. If you have some filth on your mind, if you have, if you want to have an open conversation about something that doesn't matter, see, that's the thing. And this is, you know, you know, a lot of people, but it's it's kind of mostly mostly guys, just statistically, we can have conversations about absolutely nothing and be philosophical. That's yeah, absolutely. all I hope to achieve. Um, the Cliff's corner. Yeah, man. Let's have, yeah. fil- let's it, have it, philosophical it's, conversations it's, about it's nothing. It's some very crude, but like we're so passionate about the crude stuff that it ends up being remarkable. Like some of the things that are said are just like, wow, bro, now that you actually say that, that makes a lot of sense. And that's and in that sense creates bonds. Absolutely. I'm I'm convinced. We have so, we yeah. have uh, so many inside jokes, you know, when we're together or when we're just in the chat, so it, it works out perfect, you know. Yeah, man, but I don't want to get too involved. But I do do want to say, you know, I, you know, thank you, thank you, OG Johnny Five, 
And thank you, RNC, for allowing me to, to be in there. You know, when I first came in, I wasn't sure. And I committed a lot of violations. And you were, know, there, I, were there I, a lot of violations? There's a few, bro. some, some, some band content that we had. Oh, yeah. Band. yeah, yeah I mean, you know, but not, bro, not every, that was... every, every third or fourth thing I posted was banned. And it got and it got out of hand, which is why this corner happened. <laughs> it just had to happen. And now we're you realize, Oh my gosh, we're talking about stuff that listeners aren't gonna understand. But do you realize every time I had a question, somebody would be like, Man, Cliff, go, 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 go. Take it to the corner. Like so yeah. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous, my nigga. Truly. Yeah, that's it. But uh And he is the same person, like in person. So you know. Yeah, that's one thing. I because I hate when you see, when you talk to somebody and you have in their mind, uh, you know wh- who they are, and then you see them in person and they're super quiet, or you know you see them and they're not you know working on their rapper hands like you see on Snapchat. Right. You know you see these things and it's just like I if if I'm not me when you see me in real life, like. Thumbs off. Thumbs wrong. Thumbs not right. Like, yeah, you, you let can, me know. You could snuff me, me in my chest, and I'll let it happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, 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 Ty, Ty is really 7'6". Like, we say he's 7'6". Yeah, like, man. It's yeah, a real man. deal, man. You meet people, and you're like, wow, this is really yeah, who nah, this is. Nah, Ty, Ty is a 6'10 point forward, yeah, man, and nobody can tell me different. Yeah. Size 15. Size 15 ones. I try I try to tell y'all. I try to tell y'all he'd be eclipsing the sun. I think it's on well, you know, man, we Mark, you got the you, you already know how you, you are about the, the short syndrome. So. I already got the SNS popping, yeah. unfortunately. What's the SNS? Short nigga syndrome? Yep. Oh wow. <laughs> Mark won't Mark won't tell us how tall he is off off rip. Like Hell no. from, but it's obviously something dramatic, so I don't want to get into it because I know how people oh, it's are not it's not it's not that bad. Oh, it's not that bad. Hey, hey Mark, man. You gotta get over that shit, dog. I told him. He's see. I told him. I told him. He'll be all right, man. You gotta get yeah. over that shit. Listen, man. And this is this is coming. This is coming from a fat motherfucker, man. You gotta get over that shit, dog. Nah, don't you worry. To... When I get these, when I get these shin implants, don't worry. I'm about to be six. <laughs> Here we go. We down. <laughs> RSPN. The shin implants are on the way. Bracketology special, March 11th. We're gonna have a large amount of people from the RNC in there. Please check it out when it comes out around the time that March Madness starts. Cliff Skywalker, thank you for having us on. Please make sure to watch Cooking with Cliff on YouTube. Those will come out uh, throughout the month. Uh, we'll also be uh, very interested in the RNC podcast that we will have for Cliff coming very soon. So be on the lookout for that for uh, RNC Radio. Cliff, you have anything you want to end the show with? Damn guys, um, sorry guys. Uh, Cliff, no, I'm sorry to cut you off, man. I just got cut off. My little shorty from El Salvador just called me, so we gotta wrap this up, man. Yeah, I don't know if y'all saw. What I lost connection, man. I lost connection. I'm sorry, uh, RSPN. I'm here, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just have, I just have a few things to say. First, thank you for the opportunity to, you know, talk. These are the type of things that you know are going to carry on uh, throughout. Through, throughout life, like no matter what happens in life, these are the type of things that people are going to remember me by. And, you know, other than that, I want to say, you know, thank you guys. I have some things coming up in the works that 
I can't really talk about now, but when yeah. it happens, yeah. you know, it'll pop off. Uh, when I get into this podcast game, I'm going to shake the table. <laughs> I'm going to say, need. I'm going to say some things that are going to ruffle some feathers. And then, other than that, the last thing I want to say to you guys on this podcast is how much Pee Wee talking. And I'm out. Um, oh my god! Absolute Pee Wee talking. Absolute zero, sir. Well, you know, it depends, man. But we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. We'll get into oh, that later. Oh, here we go. All right, RSPN, we out of here. Before you think it's not yeah. talking about the beat.